Welcome back, Mets fans. Opening week is underway in our New York Mets. Currently, let me actually verify this. I don't know if it's in terms of win percentage or overall record. It is. In terms of overall record, your New York Mets, after one week into the regular season, are the best team in Major League Baseball. That's open up their road trip at 5-2. and two. They win 3 out of 4 with the Nationals. They win 2 out of 3 against the Phillies. Today at 1 o'clock, Mets home opener at Citi Field. First time back at Citi Field this year against the Diamondbacks. What is today's pitching matchup? We got Zach Davies against Chris Bassett. How perfect for Chris Bassett to make his home debut on the Mets opening day. Tom Seaver's statue unveiling is currently going on right now. About time Tom Seaver gets his statue. But there is a lot to go into about the Mets and in baseball in general. The first week of Major League Baseball. So first of all, it's the Mets. Best team in baseball with a bullpen. It's way too early in the season to make any predictions. But looking at the bullpen, the bullpen is going to be the Achilles heel of this team. So the Mets did trade. Miguel Castro to the Yankees for Joel... I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Jolie Rodriguez. Rodriguez long to, has not been good in his first couple appearances with the Mets. Not quite sure why the Mets would get rid of Miguel Castro. I, think, I understand they needed a lefty in the bullpen, but I think Miguel Castro was a great arm in the bullpen. Now Miguel Castro looks like a 16-year-old because of the Yankees' stupid clean-shave policy. But... The Mets bullpen's been a little shaky. They were, they yesterday, or excuse me, two days. They had an off day yesterday. Two days ago, the series finale with the Phillies. You had Aaron Nola versus Max Scherzer. Both got off to a little bit of rocky starts with terms of walks, and then the Mets finally blew it open a little bit. It was, I want to say like eight to three at one point, eight to one, eight to three at one point. So it looked like the Mets were comfortable, and then the bullpen made it a little scary, and it ended up being nine to six the final. But So it looks like going forward, the bullpen's going to be something to watch. If the Mets are in the position they're in at the trade deadline, bullpen they got to fix. They got to go out and get arms in the bullpen. Already, <laughs> Mets Twitter never doesn't amaze me. Mets Twitter's already going at Buckshaw Walter, half of Mets Twitter. A week into the season, and people are already... Pissed at Buck Walter because of his bullpen decisions. This is... I don't even know anymore with Mets fans. <laughs> the guy's been manager for a week. You have the best record in baseball the first week of the season. But you're already questioning some of his bullpen decisions. I know the game in Philly. The Mets were up, what was it, 5-1? to one, I think it was. And it just completely imploded on them in the bottom of the 8th inning. They end up losing that game 6-5. to five, or 6-5. Because of the bullpen. It can't be said enough. This doesn't just go with the Mets. This also goes with every team in Major League Baseball. When you have implosions like that, I don't always want to blame the bullpen, or excuse me, the manager. Because Buck Showalter, if Edwin Diaz is perfect every single time, and Edwin Diaz goes it to, or wow, Buck Showalter goes to Edwin Diaz and Edwin Diaz chokes and blows it up, 
and then people still blame Buck Showalter for going to Diaz, why does that make sense? When are fans going to start holding the players accountable as opposed to the manager? I've been saying all along the managers have been the scapegoat. I said the same thing with Mickey Calloway when players would underperform and Mickey Calloway gets blamed. Some responsibilities got to go on the players. So when the bullpen implodes, the players that implode are just as much to blame as people would say Buck Showalter is for putting them in the game. Now, I know we already got some injury scares. We got Tywin Walker going on the IL. We got Trevor May going on the IL. Or did it, did May go on the IL? Not sure 100% if May went on the IL. I don't think he did, but there was a little injury scare with Trevor May. But this, uh, can't even, I don't even understand Mets Twitter sometimes. They're already st- starting to turn on Buck Showalter, but because of that. But then there's the other half that's just the half that I'm a part of that thinks Buck Showalter is the perfect fit for this team. The Mets, the opening series, get hit, what was it, five times in the first two or three games of the season. None of them were intentional. I'm not going to bash on the Nationals for intentionally trying to hit the Mets. You know, I don't think that was the case. However, when you are getting hit that much in such a short amount of time, someone's going to get pissed. And Buck Showalter, rightfully so, was kind of like, what the heck? I know you're not doing it on purpose, but you guys got to throw it over the plate. Quit hitting my guys. Pete Alonso got drilled in the mouth. Lindor got drilled in the mouth. Canna got hit. Marte got hit. James McCann got hit. The Mets were getting hit all over the place. And yes, again, I don't think any of it was intentional, but when you're the Mets and you're getting hit five times over a two-game stretch some point you got to be like what are we doing here this is ridiculous why are why is this keep happening know where your pitch is going if you're going to throw otherwise why are you here and buck showalter leading the charge out of the dugout when the bench is cleared in dc was awesome i don't think it'll amount to anything you know i don't think it's going to be bad blood all season where you have the mets and nationals throwing at each other on purpose every time they face each other the mets don't need to waste their time with that Nationals really don't either. So I don't think it's going to amount to anything. I don't think any of it was on purpose. I think it was just pitchers not knowing where their stuff's going, which can be very dangerous and very scary because if you're throwing, uh, if you're like someone like Bruzar Gratterall with the Dodgers and you throw freaking over 100 miles an hour on a consistent basis and you don't know where it's going that and you drill someone in the head, that could it's a whole disaster waiting to happen. So I don't think it'll amount to anything, but definitely was annoying to see all these guys keep getting hit over and over again. But the Mets come out, three out of four. They go to Philly. They win two out of three there. Off day yesterday. Now they got Arizona this weekend. And it is Jackie Robinson Day today. Um, I don't recall the last time Jackie Robinson Day being on a team's or on the Mets' home opener. I don't know if that's... Usually by this point, the Mets or any team would have played at home by now, I would think. But we also had the delayed start a little bit because of um, the lockout and all that garbage that went on. But it is Jackie Robinson Day, one of the biggest days in Major League Baseball. In my opinion, something that should be celebrated everywhere, whether you're a baseball fan or not, is Jackie Robinson Day. But I think today's going to be... An awesome day. There's a lot of excitement going on at City Field right now. So right now you got the Tom Seaver statue being unveiled. Then you're going to have opening day 
in player introductions. Jake came from he's been rehabbing in Florida. He's going to be in City Field today. That place is finally as pumped as they are about this team as they've ever been. So I expect it to be, excuse me, super loud today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the Mets, this team, I was talking to my brother about it. This something about this team just when they watching the first couple games of the season, you could just feel the difference in this team. Like you could just feel the there's something about this lineup and this pitching staff that is different. The pitching staff has an ERA of 1.25 to start the year, which is the best in Major League Baseball. But they it's just something about this team that like just seems so much different than years past. Like this looks like a completely different Mets team, and I love to see it. It looks like it got a huge facelift. They look like they're ready to go out and compete. Now I know it is only a week into the year, but they look like they are out and they mean business. And I love every bit of it. I think Starling Marte is a huge difference maker at the top of that lineup. When you look at the way the lineup's constructed, if you have Nimmo and Marte in the top two spots and you have McNeil in the bottom of the order and then everyone else sandwiched in. Offensively, to start the year, the weak spot for the Mets has been catching. So you kind of have a platoon situation going on with James McCann and Tomas Nito. People already hate McCann. I think McCann is a great fit. People are forgetting that he was an all-star just a short time ago. And even if he does somewhat similar to those numbers, that'll more than enough. But I really do like Nito, so I think the platoon at catching with those guys until Francisco Alvarez is ready. The the Mets do not rush Francisco Alvarez. He is raking to start the year, and I think he's a double-A to start the year. He will be a triple-A by the end of the year. He might be a September call-up, depending on how he continues to do and how James McCann and Tomas Nito fare, but I don't think the Mets, considering they got a four-year contract with McCann, Nito's been very good the past uh, year or so, I don't think the Mets are going to rush Alvarez. They're going to wait for him, wait for him to develop a little bit more before they bring him up. But Francisco Alvarez is the future catcher of this team, and I'm super pumped to see him in City Field. But I think the Mets are dumb if they rush him. I would just deal with, stay with, stick with McCann and Nito is kind of the platoon. McCann getting majority of the starts, but I think that when Francisco Alvarez comes up. It's going to be a huge difference maker. And you might have a trade piece. If you bring up Francisco Alvarez midseason, you might be able to trade Nito or James McCann and go get a bullpen arm. Or if you bring up um, any other guys, you might have some trade. Like if you bring up Vientos, or if you bring up... They won't bring up Vientos or Brett Beatty this year, I don't think, or Mercusio. But if you bring up any of those guys, then you might have... Because you bring them up, you might have a trade piece with uh, Dom or J.D. Davis, and then you're able to go out and get some bullpen help. Because because clearly, as I mentioned before, the bullpen is the weak spot in this team right now. It needs to be... It's too early to panic yet, but it is something that they're probably going to have to address as the season goes on, especially with injuries. You already got no Jacob deGrom, no Taiwan Walker, Trevor May had a little injury scare. No Taiwan or no Jacob Degrom to start the year, and the Mets have the best staff rotation ERA. I talked about the rotation has to step up, and so far they have. Tyler McGill has been great. His first two starts, Scherzer's looked good. We'll see. Bassett was phenomenal his first start. Hopefully he continues that today. 
but it is going to be a lot of fun to watch this Mets team. I'm super pumped for opening day today at City Field. And this day in baseball history, to wrap up today's episode, a short one today, we're going to shoot for every Wednesday having a new episode so that way we could kind of recap the weekend and preview to the in the beginning of the week and preview to the end of the week and into the weekend like that. So we're sh- going to shoot for every Wednesday having a new episode. But today's in baseball history was when Jackie Robinson made his debut, uh, hence Jackie Robinson Day being today. It's going to be a lot of fun around Major League Baseball. Usually Dodger Stadium's the best best thing to watch on Jackie Robinson Day. But I'm very excited to see what the Mets So the Mets got Jackie Robinson Day. They got Tom Seaver statue unveiling today. They got opening day at City Field today. They got the best record in baseball, best rotation staff ERA in baseball. Pete Alonso leads the National League in RBIs. It's it. There's a lot of excitement going on with the Mets right now. But again, the big thing with them is going to be that bullpen. They're going to have to look at that bullpen. And hopefully it figures itself out. But if not, going into the trade deadline, if you know you got to go get a bullpen arm, that'll be, that should be right now the only thing they have to worry about based on how they've looked the first week of the season. But that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Raise the Apple. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe, follow, all that good stuff down below. And hopefully the Mets can continue their hot start to the year, get some free wins against Arizona, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's go Mets.